When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, it's Kate, and this is How to Be a Better Person, where we're talking about how to keep the best of the quarantine. Because as bad as it's been, it hasn't been all bad. So let's devote some time to focusing on the good and hopefully integrate what's been working into what lies ahead. Today's big idea is that our corona lives have forced us to keep things real, real simple. From birthday celebrations to daily schedules to weekend plans. There are parts of this that are distressing, to be sure. But also, it's kind of nice to have our expectations for productivity and packing it all in dialed back. It's been forced on us, yes, and most of us really don't like being told what to do. Some of us more than others, armed protesters, I'm looking at you. But there is something cozy about it, and it makes for a more human pace of life. The first thing that I really had to adjust my expectations on, aside from dealing with the fact that my kids were now going to be distance learning, was my son Teddy's 10th birthday. His birthday is in early April, and we had to figure out how are we going to celebrate it. So we decided to do a Zoom birthday party where we went around town delivering donuts that we picked up curbside to the five little attendees on his Zoom birthday party and dropping it off on their front porch. It was strictly contactless. We asked the donut place to put the donuts in separate containers and everything. And then they all got on Zoom at the appointed time and ate their donuts and sang happy birthday. And that was really as much planning as I could figure out what to do. I didn't really know what was going to happen, but let me tell you even though it was a little awkward at first and nobody wanted to sing happy birthday, for the record, 9-10 is kind of the cutoff as to when kids want to stop singing happy birthday. Then they started to just have fun doing the silliest little things. They started communicating with each other by changing their display names, trying to crack each other up. You know, on your, on your window in Zoom, it has your name down at the bottom and Teddy figured out how to change it. So he was like, hey, everybody, let's send each other messages using our display names. He changed his to Big Poopy Coming in Hot from Kakashi's Toilet. I don't even know who Kakashi is, but it was just so funny. You know, and then they showed each other their rooms. They talked about anime. They really just hung out. And all it took was some curbside donuts to make it special. He had a blast. And I also had to get him to tell me how to change my name, my display name, because I did not want, he was using my computer, I did not want to get on my next Zoom call and have my name be Big Poopy coming in hot. <laughs> I've learned this lesson before. Last year, we planned relay races for his birthday party, and all they wanted to do was have a Nerf war. They didn't even want to sit down and eat cake. But the difference there was that I had the leeway to overplan. This year, I didn't really even have that option. We had to keep it real, real simple. And while the part of me that likes things to be super fun and amazing felt sad, the truth is, we had a great time. 
I mean, who knows? It may be his peak Zoom experience for many years to come. The Zoom meeting that no other Zoom meeting will be able to measure up to. Remember how before quarantine, you had elaborate plans for every day? Maybe you woke up early to work out before work, commuted to work, you were at your desk by eight, knocked off several things off your to-do list every day and had plans with friends or places to ferry the kids after work. You got dinner on the table somehow. Maybe you grabbed it from somewhere. You might have done a little work before bed. I mean, it's tough to imagine that pace now, isn't it? I know there are plenty of us who are having to work like the Dickens now. Thank you, essential workers. Or perhaps your work wasn't really all that interrupted. But collectively, what I'm hearing in conversations and seeing on social media is that it is super hard to get things done. And that's at all phases. It's hard to start something. It's hard to have the stamina to stick with it. It's hard to do the next thing. I feel like if I get one thing done a day, I'm pretty much killing it. (laughs) I am so thankful that my work hasn't changed. The flip side of that is that my life and my brain capacity have changed quite a lot. Homeschooling is at least a part-time job and my brain capacity fills down at least 40%. So I'm feeling this like, oh, I have got to adjust my expectations for myself. In some ways, it's distressing how little we're quote-unquote getting done these days, especially in our productivity-focused world. How can we keep any semblance of normalcy with the energy to only complete one thing a day? On the other hand, now that we're not doing it, Doesn't that hectic pace feel a little insane? Is having a jam-packed schedule where we're wringing everything we can out of every moment something we even want to get back? I know time changes all things, but from where I sit, my answer to that question is no. I want all the fun, all the income-producing ability, all the novelty and the enrichment of those old ways of being without all the running around. I realize I might be engaging in magical thinking, but this is our chance to think about how we're going to protect our time for the things we're enjoying now. Things like walk with with the kids, family movie nights, puttering around the house, cooking more. Which leads me to your tiny assignment. Something I've talked about in each of my books is setting a balance benchmark. Choosing something you do on a regular basis that makes you feel good and keeping track of how often you do it. So I'm talking about something like meditating or cooking or exercising. When you keep track of this thing, you can see when you've started to let it slip and take it as an indicator that you're getting out of balance. Today, give some thought to what one or at most two things from quarantine you've been doing that you want to use as a balance benchmark going forward. Could be cooking or talking with friends or anything. And now that you have information about how good this thing makes you feel, You can decide how often you think you'll need to do it to keep it up as a habit and reap its benefit. Maybe when we get back to normal, we won't be able to get the kids to agree to take a daily walk with us, but we could keep it up ourselves and invite them to come. So, what's your post-corona balance benchmark going to be? Tell me, I'd love to hear. The one thing that's been doing you right, right now, that you're going to do your darndest to keep going some simple pleasure that probably has gotten squeezed off your plate in the time before. Tell me about it by going to BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and clicking on the contact Kate button or come find me on Facebook where I'm Kate W. Hanley or Instagram where I'm Kate Hanley author. You can send me a DM or tag me in your story. Take care and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Something I will forever associate with quarantine because it helped me sleep during this wacky time 
is my sleep mask from Manta Sleep. In the words of my 10-year-old son, this sleep mask is epic. It's made out of great materials like linen to keep you cool, soft plush to cushion your eyes and forehead, and a hook and eye closure to help you get the perfect fit with no long pieces of elastic that are going to get all stretched out. The Manta Sleep Mask is the cherry on top of your sleep sundae. And if you decide to get one, you can use the coupon code BETTER to save money. They make a great Father's Day gift, which, heads up, isn't all that far away. And what could be a better gift than better sleep? Go check them out at mantasleep.com. And don't forget to use the coupon code BETTER. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 